Hi, everybody. You're listening to the M&P Podcast with your host, Doyle. Doyle, I got a feeling your whole family's going down. And Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Jeff. Okay. Uh, good morning, folks, or afternoon, depending whenever you listen to this. We're live pre-recorded Sunday morning for episode 34 of the M&P Podcast. Doyle's here as usual. Also joining us today, the soothing dulcet tones of one, Joe the Rat. Guys, gentlemen, how are you this morning? Gentlemen, this is Democracy Manifest. Yes. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was writing down notes about when we started, so when I clip... Bringing this show to a screeching halt. When, in. when I cl- <laughs> In order to do the promo, I need to keep the sound parts to know what to clip, so sorry. Uh, do that again, Doyle. Uh, no, I don't do it again. Anyway... My limp penis... Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I see that you know your judo well. So there you go. Democracy manifest. And we're done this week. See you next week, guys. <laughs> I think that was a, a great episode, to be honest. So <laughs> yeah, I do that, that. as an avid listener, one of your four, um, <laughs> I think you can probably call it a day. Hey, we have double-digit Spotify followers now, just a heads up. I don't even know the Spotify, the anchor for Spotify podcasters. Like, I don't know how accurate that information is. But if it is, we have 15 followers, which is impressive considering we were not consistent at all with episodes and that anybody still wants to listen to this is mind-blowing. Five-star reviews, Jeff. We're, we're currently at five stars. That's true. And you know what they say about people with five stars? All four reviews are for me. On different accounts. <laughs> they have five stars. <laughs> you know who else had five stars? At least after game number one. That's the Flyers. Their season started on Thursday night against the pesky BJs. The only BJs we don't love. You know what I'm saying, guys? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and then they played Ottawa on Saturday. Little uh, little ceremony for Claude Giroux, former Flyers loser. <laughs> And uh, they went one and one in those games. So, guys, let's open up the floor. Did you watch either of these games, number one? And then, two, what were your takeaways from these games? Because we have some notes here, but I want to see what you guys thought. Uh, I watched the first period of the Columbus game and then obviously turned on the Phillies. That Um, makes sense. I also watched the Phillies on Thursday. So, Yeah, so then I watched the highlights the next day. I saw that they had two empty netters at the end of the game, which is pretty cool. And uh, overall, they seem to be pretty well played. Against the Blue having, Jackets. Having Sean Couturier back on the ice is such, like, it, it just really does make that much of a difference for a team that should be bottom of the barrel. But when you have him on the ice for 25-plus minutes a night or however many he played it uh it really makes an impact on what a lot of the youth on this team can ultimately get away with also stepping back into the lineup he had his first point in 663 days according to the post game email uh so that's uh, big <laughs> he's stepped back into scoring and they also pointed out that cam atkinson who also returned to the lineup after missing an entire season uh, had an empty neck hole against Columbus, so he's getting back into the point column. But that also gives him one point against every team in the NHL. Yeah, look at that. 
That's similar to the Patrick Mahomes stat from last week. I think the only team he hadn't beaten yet was the Minnesota Vikings. I, I think that's accurate. I could be very wrong. I feel like he hasn't beaten the Chiefs. He has not. So very accurate there. I think only Tom Brady's beat everybody. Yeah. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. Although Aaron Rodgers yeah. beat himself because his Achilles stinks. Yeah, he'd still have to beat the Packers, Jeff. No, didn't he beat the? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's got yeah, to beat the quarterback of the. He's got to beat the yeah. Packers this year, but then he blew out his Achilles, so he stinks. He's garbage. Tom Brady rules. Doctor Mike, I hope you're happy about that. <laughs> Doctor Mike is a Broncos fan. He's having a, a rough season. <laughs> they let Russell Wilson yeah, cook yeah. for too long. The the Columbus game I did tune into. Um, similar to both of you. Uh, they ended up getting relegated to my second TV, which I call a traveling TV, a.k.a. it's a 20-inch Roku TV that I like, always just pass around between my office, the family room, the bedroom. Whenever there's two things to watch at any time, I ultimately bring that TV into that location. Um, a lot of Flyers games last year were on that TV. <laughs> And I have a feeling they graduated. Yeah, uh, I, I have a feeling that a lot of Flyers games this year will also be on that TV. But it's like, and they were on the main screen for a couple of hours yesterday. No, oh, you're so, a better I mean, man than I am. I didn't even bother with a second TV last year. I was just like, ah, whatever. Fuck cares. Uh, but what I've seen, what I saw, was that the uh, players you would expect to kind of get the team going actually did get the team going. Farabee scored. Konechny scored. Couturier had a point. Atkinson had a point. Um, Sandheim looked manageable. In game number one, we can talk about the loss to Ottawa. But, uh, like, these are the guys you want to see from the outset be good and make an impression. And I, at least for one game, it looks like they're buying into the system. So, who knows, you know? Yeah, I mean, we're only two games in, so... Right, so you say all that good stuff about game number one, and then you turn around and you put on the Ottawa game Saturday, and it's just like, what happened? <laughs> two back-to-back -back games to start the season on the road, whilst everything else in Philadelphia sports, well, for the Eagles and the Sixers at least, yeah, so Phillies, Jim Jackson. They went to commercial during the Ottawa game yesterday, and they had the hot mic. I don't know if you guys heard this, but uh, it was like, we'll be back after these messages from Toyotathon. And then they thought he was at commercial, but then Jim Jackson said, What the fuck happened? <laughs> so it's wild, right? Super surprised that they would let him curse like that. But yeah, the Ottawa game did not look as good uh, at all. It's much worse. There there were some positives that came out of it. Yeah, Drew um, was honored for a thousand points, and that was it. Yes, yes. Um, long live Claude Giroux, of course. He had his silver uh, stick. Travis Konechny scored a goal again. He has three goals already. He did two games. multi-point games in his first two games. That's good. Sean Walker also had an assist. So everybody thought he was going to stink. Turns out they were wrong. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Sean Walker. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> the lesser walker yes obviously uh speaking of lesser it's travis sanheim i mean you guys started this podcast when in 20 uh, uh, the the formerly 
known podcast of Broad Street Bully podcasts started in 2015. 20, yeah, 2015. Well, we were never going to... the 2015-16 season. We were never going to mention that podcast ever again because Drew ruined it. So disappointed and disgusted right now. <laughs> and I, I want to say that... Um, I can't. I probably came on to the podcast what maybe 2016, like within the first year or so. Who's named the podcast? Huh? Listen, <laughs> one of my first takes on this podcast was Travis Sanheim is not going to be a top defenseman in the NHL. Everyone blasted me for that take. This guy is a top defenseman for the Philadelphia Flyers. But listen, folks, that's saying something. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say he is a top defenseman, so you are wrong, but it's not because of any talent or because <laughs> he's good. <laughs> just because they traded their top guy to the Blue Jackets, which uh that game against the Flyers, Ivan Provorov did not look great. And if you went on Twitter and read all the Columbus tweets like I did, uh, they are not very happy with that trade right now. Now, granted, we're a game into the season, but I think it's accurate. Ivan Provorov's terrible. He had a really great quote before the game, too, and I love that it was before the game because otherwise we wouldn't have gotten the quote that we did, but he talked about how the Flyers, like he wasn't necessarily the most happy with his time there. He didn't think he was utilized well. He specifically mentioned... Uh, all they do is rim the puck. Um, and I saw a great tweet yesterday about uh, the hypocrisy for um, Ivan Provorov not liking rimming because he also wouldn't wear gay pride tape um, or a jersey on uh, well, uh, gay pride. Ivan Provorov said that. You know what John Tortorella said when he heard that quote? Shut your bitch ass up! <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen somebody so um, disinterested in taking the blame for a poor play. It's all because I forget who pointed it out, but he made a stick shorter, remember? Game went downhill from there. Is that true? Yeah. That's the that's the Twitter theory. Yeah, they made his the he couldn't stick handle as well because the stick was shorter yeah, or longer. I don't really remember. Changed the length of his stick and then that ruined him. Yeah. Was that before or after Matt Niskanen made him look like a stud? Mm, I think it was after. I don't know. It might have been after. At this point, does it really matter? Who cares? Ivan Provorov stinks, and his dog stinks, and his girlfriend stinks, and they all stink. No, you take that back. Drake the Puff Star is a sensation. Nope. Drake the Puff Star is garbage. I really hope Ivan Provorov is a listener. One of four, again. So that would be the other three. Uh, he the other three are sitting here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, Provorov just Shout hate. out to like, the night that I met you in Center City, and I was hammer drunk. Um, and you took a po- uh, photo with me with all, all the graces um, without any fight or anything. You were surprised that I knew who you were. Uh, that probably goes to show how Flyers hockey has been in the city recently. That makes sense. Um, and I was wearing a Carson Wentz jersey, so now I can't even use that photo in any like, <laughs> good reason. So. No, we literally had to get business cards made that said, not Broad Street Hockey, because everybody was like, oh, I love you guys. And Drew's like, no, we're not who you think we are. And they're like, oh, I've never, I've never listened to you guys at all. I'm going to pee on That's this me. card once I throw it in the urinal. <laughs> That's a mistake. You guys should have leaned into that. 
especially now that they don't exist anymore, you could have taken the naming rights. I know. We should have taken over their uh, GoFundMe so we could have used all that money to make the show better instead of just collecting it all, then folding like a cheap suit, you know? <laughs> oh, we need money to pay writers. It's hosting cost. Oh, by the way, we're just going to stop doing it and all that money you donated. Well, I guess we'll give it back to you. I, I was know, well ahead of the curve on that in the sense that you guys didn't pay me to write, so I just stopped writing. Well, we're way ahead of the curve on that, is that we spent so much money on that podcast. And I think at the very end there, right when things were looking up, Drew was like, yeah, I quit. <laughs> we got a huge Philly goat payment. We're like, oh, yeah, this is great. And Drew's like, guys, I have to tell you, I hate the Flyers. I don't want to do this anymore. And I'm like, Drew, finally, it's, t it's time. As John Cena once said, your time is up. Our time is now. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, really poor timing. Well, timing, obviously, you just went over that, Jeff. But also really poor, like, promotion of what a stand-up comedian in 2023 should be doing, which is a podcast. I was going to say be funny because Drew needs to work on that first. <laughs> <laughs> He's all like, you ever eat Taco Bell and then diarrhea? Me too. <laughs> yuck, yuck, yuck. Uh, you know what I hate? Racism. <laughs> it's just all really milquetoast stuff. But if you want to go see him live, at Drew Papsky on Instagram. And uh, I don't think he uses Twitter. So at Drew Papsky on Instagram. Uh, has all his dates up all the time. Uh, it's the best money you'll ever spend to see a mediocre comedian tell shitty jokes. Love you, Drew. Sometimes you don't even have to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I went to Tap Room one time, and the guy was just like, did you pay? And I was like, uh, yeah. And he was like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked right into the room. Uh, and the best comedian there that night was not Drew. So there you go. Anyway, I take a sip of my Coors Stubby bottle there. That's right. We're drinking in the morning. It's called brunch beers. Anyway, back to the Flyers. <laughs> so Nowhere close to brunch. It's still breakfast. Uh, anytime's brunch <laughs> if you drink enough. So they played two games. Won one, lost one. Uh, kind of like the tale of t the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's of games, right? I know, Mr. my voice what? cracked. Shut up. Um, Mr. What? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up, okay? Shut the fuck up! <laughs> so, it's really the Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde of two games. Do you think the Flyers are somewhere in the middle here, or do you think the Columbus game was just an anomaly because Columbus is also supposed to be as bad as the Flyers are? I think it's two games into the season. Pump the fucking brakes. There's still 80 games left. Doyle. If you're living and dying by Flyers games two games into the season, I got, I got some news for you. Doyle. It's not going to be good. Doyle. The rest... Doyle. Listen, come on. You have to know that two games can determine the entire rest of the season, all right? I've seen some pretty intense articles so far uh, from notable podcast blogs and YouTube channels where I believe them that the Flyers are done. <laughs> if you came into this season expecting the Flyers to not already be done, then... I, I think you need to see somebody. Well, I didn't think they were going to win the Stanley Cup until I saw the box score for Thursday's game, and then all bets were off. So <laughs> We're back, baby. Yeah. 
Couturier yeah. had a point. I was like, oh my god, it's like he never missed two seasons. This is amazing. It is crazy. I mean, I know that last year it was the year um, that we should have taken advantage of uh, a tank. And I guess technically we did if you are a believer in Mitchkov coming over here and actually playing hockey at some point. He never will. Um, Never going to. But I have a feeling that the Flyers, I know we're going to get into predictions at some point, but I have a feeling that we are going to hover around 500 for probably the next five years. Oh, Jesus. And all signs point to that being true if you look at our current record, which is 500. Bummer. Uh, <laughs> that is disheartening. I agree. I, they're After like 10 years of them being bad, finally acknowledging a rebuild, and now you're, you're looking at like another three to four years of being bad. It's like, what? Well, if the Phillies weren't winning, I would have killed myself by now. Like they don't rebuild. They're not, they are re retooling. They are rebuilding, but they aren't at the same time. Like they will, you have this weird combination now where John Tortorella, who's going to get every ounce of juice out of these youths. And he, (laughs) it's the worst time to have a coach like that behind the bench because they're going to fight and claw their way to 500 not make the playoffs and still land with like a 10th overall pick yeah it's a shame the flyers finally steered into a rebuild like a drunk driver into a school bus at the worst possible time um after a decade of mediocrity (laughs) well the other problem too is is have they have too many long-term contracts and i'm still annoyed that last year john tortorella openly said this is going to be an evaluation year and then literally like a day later chuck fletcher is like nah fuck that here's here's travis sandheim for eight years (laughs) knowing the the current performance of some of the players i'm about to mention (laughs) would you go back in time and restructure con- contracts to continue to have Claude Giroux, Jake Voracek, Wayne Simmons, Sean Couturier, or would you go with the new look flyers of none of them except for an injured Coots? I mean, knowing what I know now, we would only have, it would only be Sean Couturier and Claude Giroux because. <laughs> Jake Voracek can't play anymore, and Wayne Simmons is basically out of the league. So Yeah. Did you see uh, – I don't know who Voracek was talking to, but he gave a bunch of quotes about the Flyers, his time with the Flyers. And he was basically – like, basically his quotes were like, I had like whatever X amount of diagnosed concussions and then like double the undiagnosed because I just lied about it. So like my brain's pudding. <laughs> and, like, and then he also said that uh, I don't like something like how did the whole team fit in the locker room with Elaine Vigneault's ego? <laughs> Elaine Vigneault and his damn martinis. Um, I, I feel like a lot of those quotes too from Jake Voracek the other day were kind of like it, it low key kind of like pointed at him trying to come back here. 
You think if so? He was ever able to pick up a stick again, but oh no, we got blocked. <laughs> That's a of bummer. Course blocked of course, he blocked you. I don't think I'm blocked. I mean, we changed our Twitter handle. We were originally blocked in the BSB podcast, but we changed our Twitter handle. I wonder if it just stayed blocked. Yeah, it stays blocked. All you did was change the handle. I don't know. Twitter now doesn't make any fucking sense. I get served a bunch of ads for stupid shit, nothing I want to see, so... Listen, Jeff, it took you about uh, six months uh, to realize I was in Scotland when I had to text you both. Why don't you just copy over the, like, Twitter handle and keep (laughs) all of your followers? You guys tried to create a new page insanity you guys had built all of those followers and tried to like start fresh jeff said it had something to do with the hosting <laughs> well no so my thought process was we couldn't just keep using the same rss feed because that's what it was the rss feed we if we had kept using the same rss feed everybody who subscribed to the broad street bully podcast would have kept getting mnp podcast episodes but we paid annually for the hosting and once Drew bailed because Drew got money from whatever else he he hosted some other websites for some other people and they paid like some of the hosting costs. So once that went away, we were me and Doyle were on the hook for all of the hosting costs. And I don't know if you know this, but running a moderately successful Flyers podcast is not very lucrative. So it would have been a lot of out of pocket costs that I really didn't want to incur. So we went to Anchor, Spotify for podcasters, and it's free and it does all the work for us. And I don't got to pay for anything, and that's much better for me, you know. If you want to be honest about this live on air, feel free. If not, that's fine. I feel like this how is going to go down we, a road. How much are we talking about here? How much it, it, How much could an RSS feed cost for an, like annually? Well, it wasn't RSS feed. It was like actual web <laughs> Any hosting. Any dollar over one is no, too much. No, it was like actual web hosting, like gigabytes of hosting to host all the like actual podcast episodes, the website hosting, all the pages I think it was like a couple hundred bucks. Plus, Drew had we had to pay for website security because once we started writing, uh, Rush uh, Joe, you would know nothing about that. So stick with me here. Um, the Russian bot started trying to hack in, so we had to end up paying for like security monitoring to stop our website from being breached and taken down uh, to make sure that when we launched our shop, nobody got their credit card information stolen. So there was like a whole security, like an internet security thing. The Drew would sit on the phone with them for like hours at a time when our website wasn't working. And it was just like, I think all said and done, it was probably like three to five hundred dollars. And honestly, like, I love you guys, but not for three to five hundred dollars. I showed you a gaming PC that was a thousand dollars. Like that's you're half the way there right there. If you just don't fund this stupid shit and dick joke podcast. So, you know, let's. I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. We, I, I know this business. Um, shout out who you got podcast. Shout out the degenerate digest.com. Um, you <laughs> clearly make a hundred thousand dollars an episode. So, right. Um, well, I know, I know every corporate shell like Snow the Goalie is going to um, bleed <laughs> everything out of uh, the content that they produce. But, you know, we're for the people. Um, this podcast, the M&P podcast, uh, is, should be for the people. That's what we do. And because we're for the people, we do things like offer you 10% off at phillygoat.com if you use promo code MPPOD. That's 10% off your order. If you buy one thing, 10% off. If you buy 10 things, 10% off. You save more money if you buy more things, honestly. I know you're going to spend more, but let's not worry about that. So phillygoat.com, MPPOD, 10% off your order. Go now.
anyway, yeah. Snow the goalie, now corporate chill. Uh, I guess they're on Charlie's payroll, if you will, you know? The, yeah, the I feel Digest like... is one of my favorite uh, favorite names for a betting thing that you do. Well, thank you, Doyle. I appreciate that. Yeah, seven years strong. We uh, we had a pretty good day yesterday, um, but the past two weeks have been bleak to say the least. Uh, so, if you're a college football fan listening to this Philadelphia Flyers podcast, thedegeneratedigest.com. Check it every Saturday morning before noon. You'll get all the picks you need. Yeah, I was going to say, is it only college football or do you cover all sports betting? No, only college football. Smart. The hardest sport to bet on. <laughs> I also love that it has your face photoshopped on Tony Soprano. That's right. That's right. I have that on a coffee mug. My, uh, my, my fiance got it printed on a uh, coffee cup for, for Christmas last year. Um, Excellent. That's drinking. Yeah. My yeah, lovely wife awesome. got me a Broad Street Bully Yeti that I had to throw away in the trash unceremoniously because Drew ruined our lives. Anyway, getting back to the Flyers <laughs> Podcast Network. Uh, Snow the Goalie, apparently now an official podcast of the Philadelphia Flyers. I guess that makes sense. They had a lot of inside information. Um, and I do really like San Filippo in... I do really like San Filippo, and that's... You know, I like San Filippo, <laughs> so that's... He's good. And uh, but the Flyers also launched a. Uh, they're going to do like a daily something or other with Mertidis and John Tortorella, and they're going to talk about uh, the, the team. Yeah, and mention dogs. I think uh, two podcasts to, uh, in this climate. You know, crazy. But uh, I don't really uh, like. Are you going to? Would you listen to this Mertidis John Tortorella podcast, or is it? Do you think it's just going to be John Tortorella being like, "Well, the team stinks." <laughs> I'm doing my best, you know? I think it's going to be about them not talking about the team at all. Oh, he's just like, today I made a bunt cake. Let me just... Yeah, he's going to be like, well, the dogs are great today, and uh, here's a bunch of information <laughs> about... They just basically read recipes from that website where there's like an, a half-hour-long lead-in. Well, my, yeah. when my dad beat me, I retreated to the kitchen where I peeled potatoes and anyway i this here's this nice mashed potatoes with garlic butter <laughs> potato salad everyone i can't eat it no. with remembering the horrible pain of my childhood but let me give you the recipe so you can try it if there's anything that i know from being a avid listener to flyers daily in its current state i know that these podcasts will end up being like five minutes long every day and they'll honestly just be plugging the ASPCA which John Tortorella is very much involved with trying to um, yeah like save like local <laughs> so if if there's anything that I can speak to it's it's that this this podcast will be a wash it's a corporate corporate plug um, but it'll only be five minutes so if you want to take five minutes out of your day to support the ASPCA then by all means this podcast sponsored by the ASPCA. If you don't want dogs to be murdered with a hammer, donate today. <laughs> they don't really murder dogs with a hammer, do they? We can't be sure. <laughs> There's a lot of dogs to kill, so we need your money now. ASPCA.com. I don't know if that's the website, but... I also think Mertidis, like, he's tried to launch a couple of different podcasts in the past, like, like during the off-season, and I think... Like well, late, he has, the he's got a couple, yeah. The and I think all of them failed. 
like that i know for for one stick to hockey i think it was called um no, he still does that he still does that yeah he he only sure. does it in season though I'm pretty sure I'm subscribed and I haven't gotten like I, a notification. I just don't but... think. No, he put out one last Monday. Mm, yeah, okay. I, I don't think because it, it's like he does it and he works for the team again, the Charlie Shill factor. Um, he doesn't get as much like coverage and accolades for it because he's doing it all the time. I also feel like Snow the Goalie has taken over as like the Flyers podcast that breaks news. And then everybody else, all the other podcasts, except for us, of course, because we can't even do consistent episodes, um, are like, per Snow the goalie, X, Y, and Z did A, B, and C, and this is, and you're just like, stop posting about things Snow the goalie said. You can just go listen to Snow the goalie. So with this announcement, are they officially off crossing broad? Like they now are only, like their paychecks are coming from the Flyers? That I don't know. Yeah, it's a good. Uh, I would assume so. It's interesting I, I would assume that they broad, might just write for them still. Like they might crossing broad seems to be heading in a direction of mm-hmm. oh, kind of owning a lot of the Philadelphia media network, or at least when it comes to sports. Um, so it's interesting to see them being poached if in fact they are now solely on the flyers payroll as opposed to a media network's payroll well isn't tarian involved in like the radio somehow now yeah i think he's doing some like pregame thing for them or something yeah so he's doing like official team radio i'm trying to skim the snow the goalie twitter to see if there's a conversation but yeah they're I don't know if they're getting paid by them, but their official partner status means their impartiality is gone. They're corporate chills. I have to take everything they write with a grain of salt, and I have to yell at them like I would at Charlie. Um, I would like to take this moment, Jeff, for you to pull up the Anthony Rizzo uh, soundbite of I want to fight you, um, and shout out Rush Joy, I I will fight you. I want (laughs) to fight you. Get away from me. You're a crumb creep. There you go. Did you ever get that AI generated, Jeff? Uh, so I tried. It gave me an error message. I did get an AI picture of Frank Rizzo eating a hot dog, which I think I sent to you via text message. You did. I did appreciate that. Yeah, but I tried to get a gen- Frank Rizzo AI generated as Fred Flintstone, and the goddamn AI generator keep telling me I was breaking guidelines somehow. I don't know. Stupid. Um, I wonder if it's because like the Flintstones are copyrighted somehow. That's what I thought. But getting back to murdering dogs, did you see the new uh, game, the <laughs> the king of segways, uh, the ones you stand on and ride around on? See, the Flyers' new win item was a jacket, then a helmet. This year, it's a dog mask. So yeah. I think it's that dog in them. Yeah. Uh, you're just trying to steal the Eagles thunder. What are your thoughts? The the fact that they have the the dog mask in the locker room and we also were witness to Travis Konechny, Joel Farabee, and Travis Sanheim, I believe, were the was the trio um, at the Phillies Marlins wild card game with uh, Travis Konechny yugging a twenty four ounce Mick. 
Um, they're just trying to do their part in the sense of supporting other teams because they know they'll never get to that level. So uh, shout out to them, shout out to their PR team. Um, it, I actually want to propose a question. Is the Wells Fargo Center uh, a sacrificial element when it comes to Philadelphia sports in the fact that they have to play in a closed air environment uh, for the su- success of the open air environment teams in the Phillies and the Eagles? If you believe the old adage, no roof, no rock, then the Wells Fargo Center is number one. (laughs) There you go. Well, that's not Frank Rizzo. And he's not (laughs) yelling at a reporter and threatening to fight him. This AI art generator stinks. But I'm gonna. Oh, I can't. That, that's like if that's like if uh, Rizzo asked for a statue to be built of him. Yeah, as I'm gonna save that and put it in the promo it. video this week for sure. <laughs> uh, You're a crumb creep. So another, another thing I wanted to bring up: um, the Flyers going back to the whole PR thing, like Joe said, they're trying to spin anything they can, right? So they come up with this PhD line. And I want to get your thoughts on it because they're trying to sell a line of Garnet Hathaway, Ryan Poiling, 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 and Nick Delorier's is the PhD line. And I just think that's a dynamite way to dress up a turd. So what do do you guys think? I mean, who else are you going to put on the fourth line, Jeff? Anybody from the Phantoms, Bobby Brink. Where's he at? Hmm. Why are you going to play of someone who should be higher in the lineup for seven minutes a night? Because I the fourth want line? him to be Bobby Brink instead of Bobby Stink, which he is right now. Yeah, and he's going to be Bobby Stink if you put him on the fourth line. No, he's going to be Bobby Stink if you listen to this podcast and hears this sound bit. Boo! You stink! <laughs> <laughs> the Phantoms are uh, unfortunately tracking to be one of the worst teams in the ahl this year oh that's surprising AKA. considering the flyers stole all of their top line players and their goalies <laughs> i was gonna say aka uh our farm system that was supposed <laughs> to be the best in the league as of like three years ago gone well the phantoms were like cool when are you gonna send back felix sandstrom or sam erson and then danny briere was just like hello who is this who is <laughs> lose my number <laughs> Danny Breer pushed him down a uh, flight of stairs on a wheelchair. Oh, no. <laughs> That's where his son learned it from. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Danny Breer was like, Cut it out. And then his son was like, I learned it from watching you. <laughs> uh, Danny no, Breer I mean, didn't, play... really, didn't really push anybody down the steps. We don't need to be super reliable. This is our opinion. Developing... Yeah, we know. We don't care. Allegedly! 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 That's ignorant! Listen, from a legal standpoint, we just got to throw out there, this is all opinion, not based in fact. Unless it is fact, and then, but it's mostly opinion, so just don't believe anything you said. Unless it's true, then believe it, but don't believe it. Mostly don't. Okay, go, Doyle. You're up. Why play a developing player who has actual talent on just the fourth line? I guess any ice time Wait, is better which, than no ice time. Which one are you talking about? Bobby uh, Stink? Either, yeah, of either Bobby Brink or Tyson Forrester. Well, Tyson Forrester should be a top six center if he's going to win the Calder, which we should talk about that too, because so far... Yeah, he doesn't play center, so already L. So far, not impressed. 
at his, at his call listen, run. Listen, I know. Again, we we've we've been um, talking about our fan base, our our listeners. One of which is me. Uh, the other of which is uh, Jake Voracek, um, and then the third being that of probably Rush Joy. Uh, the fourth and final listener is probably Jamie Baskell. Let's not offend him and his stakes. Jesus, you're on a fucking warpath guy. Joey <laughs> <laughs> brought you on this show to talk about the Flyers, not start up a... <laughs> Now, hold on. I said, hey, from a legal compliance standpoint i said let's not offend him and his dates i i didn't say anything it's, else. it's all opinions let let me present you though bobby brink stats from this season one game played plus one okay let me read you another stat here james van reemsdyke in boston a better team playing harder teams two goals in two games i ask you why let jvr go bobby brink stinks there, I said because it. it's a rebuild. There, Jeffrey. I said it. How, how much? Hold on, Jeffrey. Can you pull up a uh, uh, hockey cap or whatever it's called, cap friendly, and tell me exactly how much JVR is making compared to Bobby Brink's rookie minimum? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure those numbers would allude to the reason that you're looking for. I mean, it's probably not much difference at this point. But Jeff, you're also muted. okay and we're back jbr one million cap hit all right one million seems for what he only got a one-year deal in boston bobby breaks making nine hundred twenty-five thousand. you're telling me you wouldn't pay seventy-five thousand more dollars to have two goals right now oh you got a guy can't even crack the lineup jbr's a vet he went back home. He was you got too many vets, Jeff. JVR didn't go back. His home is New Jersey. He was always a Bruins fan. He was from New Jersey. <laughs> he he, had, he had the same bedroom lineup <laughs> as uh, John Tavares when he moved from the Islanders <laughs> to the Toronto Maple You know, what? Uh, JVR would go to bed at night in his North Jersey home in his Cam Neely footy pajamas. He's really just a fan of Seabass from the Dumb and Dumber, and that's why he was a Bruins fan. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't even yeah. realize I was Cam Neely until like five years ago. <laughs> JVR had no business like staying here. Um, bringing him back, to be honest, was probably a mistake. But well, such is life. Ron Hextall swung for the fences in the only way he knew how with boring, stupid moves. Yes, you didn't like Dale Weiss. Well, Dale Weiss was fun. He did the meme potential with Dale Weiss was great. Mr. Incredible was we milked that for like a solid three months. Yeah, Hartman, White. Look at all these guys. Ryan Hartman is now also a first line player for the Wild. Yeah, that's he a, just that's got, a Chuck Fletcher mistake. Yeah. He just got paid. You could say most of the Minnesota Wild are Chuck Fletcher mistakes. You know what else was a mistake? Chuck Fletcher traded Ryan Hartman for Tyler Pitlick. Todd, Tyler Potluck. Yes. And Drew's puck is worth, uh, worth nothing. But you know what else is a mistake? The Flyers hashtag the season. You know what they went with? Let's go Flyers. How fucking That's boring it? is that? Wow. Right? Honestly, it, it, I, I kind of like it. No, um, listen. It's, 
It's so you much. You need to bring back Fly or Die. They because it will die. die watching. Well, TV. it was Fly or Die until they were like, Oscar Lindblom has a Ewing sarcoma. <laughs> we, the new. <laughs> it's obviously the hashtag's fault. <laughs> well, they, speaking of Oscar Lindblom, he uh, he went on waivers and cleared, I believe. I think he he's did. playing in the AHL match. I find that hard to yep. believe with how overvalued he was here. Uh, anyway. You would think, like, they... <laughs> you know how many people were telling, were begging the Flyers to claim him when it happened. But the Flyers spent the whole summer with their new era of orange. Oh my God, it's more orange than orange. It's like burnt orange, but it's kind of '90s orange. And then I figured the new hashtag was going to be like hashtag new era of orange or era of orange or new orange or narange. And they fucking go with let's go Flyers. What a bummer. Missed opportunity from that PR department Joe loves so much. <laughs> yeah, it could have been something simple like that, but... Yeah, you know what it is? Fucking embarrassing. <laughs> I think they ultimately learned from their past mistakes of everybody turning whatever their dumb PR slogan was built to be at the beginning of the season and having the season be a clusterfuck. They ultimately like got ahead of the game in saying that you can't kind of turn let's go flyers into any other innuendo or like turn it on its head in any capacity. Well, if they were going to do that, they just did hashtag give up now. <laughs> hashtag watch the Phillies. Hashtag root for the Eagles. <laughs> they are giving you a, they, they are giving you the like signs that point to that though in <laughs> holding the, the dog mask in the locker room and showing up to Phillies games and not leaving early like Joel Embiid. <laughs> Hashtag will be just as disappointing as the Sixers just a month earlier, which was kind of <laughs> long. They tossed around that for a while, but they ultimately decided not to go with it. Yeah, yes. well, the Sixers will at least make the playoffs. They just disappoint you. You kidding me? In the playoffs. Rich Hyde, I don't know if they just know how the season's going to end before it starts. Same way, just a little bit with a more like uh, exclamation point that there's playoffs. Harden's back in camp. He's sultry. He's angry. So eating a lot of cheeseburgers. Eating a lot of cheeseburgers. Fat. He actually looks good, like skinny wise. Well, He's not fat. Yeah, which because is very surprising. The strippers at Delilah's are like, "Hmm, uh, when you're fat, it's gross." And that, of course. Allegedly. He doesn't go to Delilah's. But if he were to go to Delilah's and use his credit card, it would code as a restaurant, not a strip club. True. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's ignorant. So, you know. Anyway, I think we've mused enough on these two games and the Flyers as a whole. I want to launch into predictions because we didn't do this last week. Joe pointed it out. And uh, my general response was, I don't care. But I'm going to put this in the episode notes so we'll very easily be able to go back to this at the end of the season and see just how wrong we were. So I want to cover... Sure, where would we be without you? I want to cover three topics here. Let me know if you want any more topics. I'll add them to this table. But I want to cover overall team record. So that's wins, losses, ties, and points. Uh, who oh, the team boy. MVP will be. And if you're willing to fart in your beer and drink it if Tyson Forster wins the Calder. Now, I am on record saying I will do it, but there have to be guide rails in place. I am not bare-assing a farting in my beer because I'm not getting hep A. So, if you're not doing it that way, then why do I it I do all? not want oral fecal transmission <laughs> in the strictest medical terms. I'm not fecal oraling myself. Fecal oraling? Oraling. I'm not going to poop in my own mouth, technically. There you go. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> who wants to go? <laughs> so if you have any more categories, yeah, let me know. Otherwise, we'll start with overall team record. Uh, Joe, your name is first on the list because uh, that's oh the way God, I typed You're going to make us math this out? Jesus. Well, if no, you just want to no, give me total I points, total points or wins, lost ties. doesn't matter what you want to do. I'll record both. But where do you think the Flyers are yeah, going to end up this season? The overall team record, I think, for me is pretty simple. Um, I think this team goes 500 throughout the course of the entirety of the season. and Hockey lands. 500 or? Uh, I think that they're going to probably go like 35, 35, and 12. <laughs> they never tie. I think that, I think that, I think that math line. 41 up, right? and 41. It's yeah. Four. Um, 41 and 41. They, That's what I was about to say just because I didn't want to figure out the ties. <laughs> um, yeah, I think they float at, at 500. They they might actually be a, a bubble team um, for um, the playoffs. I don't think they'll actually get in. Um, it is what it is. My, my team MVP, I think, would have to be Travis Konechny. We've already seen him score three goals thus far and through two games. Um, also, he is up on his contract next year. So it's the opposite effect of like when a guy gets the bag, he ultimately doesn't perform as well the, the year after he gets the bag. Um, this is the I need to show what I'm worth because next year I'm going to be an RFA um, and try to get onto a Stanley Cup winning team or catch the bag from Danny Breer. So Travis Connecting will be there. Uh, if Tyson Forrester wins the Calder, will I lost the show notes so I fart don't know what I in was your beer about. and drink it. <laughs> will I fart my beer and drink it? Yes. If Tyson, if Tyson Forrester wins the Calder, I will fart in my beer and drink. Are there any guide rails you want to put on this? No. Oh, wow. This is going to go I'm on. going to cover that first for me and say yes, but the only way I'll do it is if Jeff does it bare-assed. <laughs> As opposed to with pants on? I thought we were yeah. going straight b well, hole in the beer. No, bottle. Joe, listen. <laughs> The easiest way to get hepatitis A. We've already <laughs> Jeff refuses to do a bear ass. Because if I have to go to urgent care and tell some lady I need medication for hepatitis A, and she goes, how did you have the oral to fecal transmission? I've heard fucking way worse. And then I have to go I, I because be of it. You showed if you <laughs> shared the actual reason because of be a mad. because of a bet I farted bear ass into a beer and drank it. They're gonna be like, why? This is how a lot of people get pink eye too, you idiot. They're not going to say that to you. Yes, they will. They'll say it in private, which is worse. It's like when you go Jeff, to your. I fart, I, I fart on my fiance's pillow basically every <laughs> night. Um, she's fine. It's like <laughs> she's. She has no idea that Joe does this every night. It's like when you go to a urologist. No idea. And you leave the no. room, and they talk about how small your peepee is. You know. I've heard them. I haven't had that. Enough, I've heard them. It's sad. Uh, Doyle, overall team record. <laughs> Where do you see this team um, ending up? Is it 41 and 41? I'm going to go uh, 30, 42. Oh, geez. And 10. That's not great. I mean, it seems accurate, right? 
What's that? 60, 10, 70 points? Woof. Buzz's girlfriend. Woof. Uh, and then yeah, who they do gotta, you... They got to get a high pick. That's what I'm hoping Yeah, for. but they're not. They're going to... Macklin Celebrini. <sighs> and plus, if I produce a, such a low points, I can only be impressed by how much higher they actually end up. <laughs> it's called setting the bar low, Jeff. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. And then who would you pick for Team Mimvip? Um, I will pick the old reliable and my current favorite player, not because he kind of looks like me, Sean Couturier. I think that's a good pick as long as he stays healthy, right? And if he doesn't, we're... Yeah, I think it's a great pick. And big. Everyone's favorite top line center. All right. I think I'm going to split the difference for you guys and go 32, 40, and 10 for a total of 74 points. And I think your team MVP, assuming that he is still playing hockey by the end of the season and isn't rounded up in an old Hockey Canada investigation. Allegedly. Carter Hart. I mean, that's not a bad pick. I just, I feel like a lot of this Flyers team, because you, Columbus, you were like, oh man, they're untouchable. And then Ottawa, you're like, oh wow, the defense is really bad. So <laughs> I think Carter Hart's going to be a huge linchpin in this team moving forward. 74 I mean, points, it, maybe too gracious. Uh, Joe's 82 points I think, are absolutely crazy, though. I tell you that much. No, I think Joe's is probably the more accurate one. Guys. I do think they could end up in the 80s. No. I think if they're going if they're going to get there, I would say Jeff's pick is probably on point from an MVP standpoint because if they're going to breach 80 points, they are going to need goaltending. Yeah. They need it. And I mean, Sam Merson looks primed. Felix Sandstrom, I don't know how long he's going to be the third goalie, but maybe he'll stay with the team forever and they'll just rotate three goalies like a pitching staff. Every fifth day is a new. No, I think they did. They did Tampa Bay figure out who they're going to have as a backup yet or whatever? I'm assuming they had to claim somebody. I haven't looked, but I'm assuming they've had to claim somebody because uh, Vasilevsky got hurt and they're like starting to play games now, right? It's, well, I think that's uh, the reason why they didn't send Sandstrom down. Yeah, they I think didn't, they're like going to wait that out. They didn't want it's the, our old backup. Our, our, our guy. Oh, Elliot? No. No, it's a young guy. It's not Stoli, I don't think. Um, Stoli. It's a great Stoli the goalie. Chev- it's, it's, Sh- definitely, it's definitely somebody that we used to have. Chev's McGavity, there- of course. No. Stoli Caulfield. The rumor was that they Stoli were going to. Mike. The rumor was that they Back were going to. in Rehoboth. Oh, fuck. They were going to claim Martin Jones. Oh, he was up in, uh, yeah, he was up in Yeah, Toronto, the Leafs were supposed to put him on waivers, and I believe they were supposed to claim Martin Jones, and the Flyers were waiting for that until they sent down Sandstrom. But in that same vein, if I'm the Tampa Bay Lightning, and I'm looking at all the teams that could potentially put goalies on waivers, what leads me to be like, Felix Sandstrom's the guy? Because the Flyers, young and cheap, Flyers have been so good. And... Tampa's in a cap crunch. Yeah, I guess. I just wouldn't bet my money on Felix Sandstrom. I'd rather just bring some goalie out of retirement. Hey, Brian Boucher, do you hate being in the booth with Jim Jackson when I can play goalie? 
Don't blow out your hip in the playoffs again. I thought it was knees. I don't remember. It might have been his UCLs. It was his elbows. UCL. What's the knee one? MCL, ACL, LCL, PCL. Which one do you want to pick, Jeff? They're just making things up now. Those are just acronyms. I don't believe you. <laughs> Those are like every ligament in your fucking knee. Those are dying. Get away from me. <laughs> By myself, I'll take you physically. Fight. Your UCL is in your elbow. I don't know. I only know that because of uh, Bryce Harper. I don't even Funny know. bone. Oh, when that dickhead ran into his elbow. <laughs> I was in a bar and I was just like, you motherfucker. And Sarah's like, you can't yell that loud in public. 100% on purpose, too. They they showed the replay once and then they never showed it again because he specifically turned his head down five feet away from the base to point out where he was going to make contact. Yeah. Bullshit. Sarah was like, you can't yell like that in public, especially when you're not in Philadelphia, because we were in New York for the weekend. And I was just like, you rotten motherfucker. I will kill your family. You (laughs) jam your dick up your butt. I hate you. (laughs) That honestly sounds like very like normal lingo. Yeah. Well, we were sitting next to a lady who was laughing and then we were like, hey, so you're wearing she was wearing a cool 90s flyer short Doyle. I think I Snapchatted you and Drew. Um, she ended up. Oh, that was a lady. You did confirm. Yeah, she ended up being from Audubon, and she was like, "Oh yeah, I moved up here a while mm-hmm. ago. Like I love the like we were talking about the Flyers and the Phil." And she was like watching the Flyers on her phone. So that's how I know like the Flyers game was going well because I was really invested in the Phils Thursday night more than anything else. Secretly, you were just watching the Flyers game on her phone the entire time. No, you just want to make it sound like you were watching oh, the Phillies game all the time. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Phillies are four wins away from a World Series. The Flyers are playing for mediocrity. We just went over the most sad records of all time. Oh, I think they'll get wouldn't 30 wins. Wouldn't it be so sad, wouldn't it be so sad if you were an Eagles fan, Jeff. Who cares if they just get to the World Series? They got to win All the World right, Series. let's pivot to the Eagles then. Here's my Here's notes. I know you weren't paying attention to the Phillies game at all. Here's my notes for the Eagles and Sixers. One, they're overrated. Two, they stink. Yeah, I mean this. Well, the Sixers for sure. <laughs> Eagles. The Eagles have. You caught me with the Sixers there. <laughs> the Eagles. That's all I saw, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's true." Are the worst undefeated team in NFL history. That's not an hyperbole. Okay, I would never say something so outrageous <laughs> just to get clicks and page views because I'm not some other Flyers podcasts or blogs. Or our old Flyers podcast. Do you just historically right up your? This is all you, guys. What was that, Joe? I couldn't hear you over the mumbling. Somebody was being a negative Nancy. Do you just historically hate the Eagles? Is that like a thing? I think as birds, they're pretty cool, right? They have big talons. They look mean. As a football team, stinks. Garbage. Jeff hates football in general. I love football. Only the teams that are beating Dr. Mike's teams. So when the Patriots were good, it was great because Mike would be like, oh, fucking, I hate Tom Brady. And I'm like, how can you hate Tom Brady? He's like the most handsome guy ever, and he's the best of football, and the Patriots are amazing, and they beat the Broncos every year because they're a better team. And Mike would be like, oh, fucking, I'll burn your house down. <laughs> Jeff, if Jeff started a group chat of the three of us and Drew and only <laughs> – would talk shit about the Eagles. I'm sure Joe would be the only one to respond. 
because he doesn't know better. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, Jeff, you not liking the Eagles is honestly, you know what? I, I, I would roast you, but it's very apropos for somebody who started a Philadelphia Flyers podcast in 2015 and didn't know how to copy the Twitter followers over to the new podcast that they they launched. Um, you have been floating in mediocrity yourself for however many years, yeah. whereas in that time frame, the Eagles have made two Super Bowls, won one of them, and are on track to make another. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a very smart man, but I know what love is, so, you know, there's that. There's that. <laughs> it really, the, the Eagles' hate really only started because it made Drew so angry, and now that Drew doesn't play into it, it's not that much fun anymore. You know, like I'll still if the game's on and like <laughs> in the Super Bowl it was the best. Just switch your tactics up. Well, in the I I was I was silent for so long, and then the Super Bowl when Hertz fumbled, I texted Drew and was like, "Does he know he's supposed to hold on to the ball?" <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, you need to you, exactly what Doyle just said. You need to switch your tactics up. You should just start. We, we will welcome you as a uh, Eagles fan myself. Um, we will welcome you with open arms. You should just ultimately be like the biggest diehard Eagles fan and touch Drew every time that they do something good and celebrate it and just throw it in his face and say like, oh, I've been here this whole time. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, that is true. Pretend like I never didn't really care. Be like, oh, right. the brotherly shoves the most amazing play ever. I never doubted it. Stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, all right. This is... Just yeah. be overly, like, positive. And then slowly, slowly drop some tidbits in there of, like, you know, something goes wrong. Like, what was what was Jalen Hurts thinking there? Well, was, so I did want to... Drew... Somebody else obviously open. Uh, last week was Drew's birthday, and he posted something on Instagram. Like, uh, it was a picture of weights, and he said something like, 10 pounds for every trip around the sun that I'm, like, deadlifting. And I wanted to... I wanted to reply to that and be like, you can also deadlift 600 pounds. Squat. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point of the joke was. It does if you the want. The point of the joke work, was Jeff. Drew is old. But I didn't send it because that is a played out joke. And I guess I'm growing in a way. So I think I can adapt this new personality of diehard Eagles fan. I think I can fit it in between the Phillies, the Union, and the Flyers. You're a true four for four. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's just not the Sixers. <laughs> just forget about the, the Sixers. The Sixers are a poverty franchise. I'm never going to their stupid downtown stadium. They can suck my butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I I have made this aware in various circles, but I might as well declare it now. Oh, um, seeing yeah, you, got, you have millions of people listening. Millions. To yes, honor. Um, I'm out on the NBA. I'm done with it. I'm not <laughs> well, well, you know, that's just I like uh, your opinion, man. I threw my Joel Embiid jersey in the trash two days ago when I saw he was in attendance at the Phillies game. And furthermore, when I found out that he left in the seventh inning because he doesn't know what it looks like to advance into the second round of the playoffs. I got, I threw it out. Would you say, um, would you say, was that confirmed or was that just for the joke? 
he was pooping. He actually uh, had to poop. I, from all of the documents and reports that I've sifted through over the course of the past 48 hours, I've deemed it to be true. Yeah. My yeah. unnamed made up sources said he was pooping. So he was in there. <laughs> now, were you this mad? I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. Or were you this mad? <laughs> I've never been so irate in my whole fucking life. Uh, that one. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's fair. I would be mad too. I didn't realize he left, but uh, I also don't care because Joel Embiid should be traded to the Knicks. Hot take. He stinks. No, I agree. They, the Sixers are... Spicy the, the Sixers need to trade Joel yeah, Embiid. I they need to... Give out the chain, baby. <laughs> I haven't heard eggs I in forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that uh, the Sixers would be well suited by doing another process except not announcing it this time so the nba doesn't get mad at them for doing it yes uh, well i think we got a lot here so i'm an eagles fan now still hate the sixers union philly flyers uh joe you said the nhl game was hot garbage can you just confirm that yeah yeah, the, uh, I, I did, in fact, get the new uh, EA Sports NHL 24. Um, they Thoughts. changed everything that we didn't want them to change and everything that they that we needed fixed um, was left untouched. So um, it's a, it's so... a fun game, <laughs> and they, I, I've already been banned. I've I've have a one week suspension thanks to my EA SHL player name Flickin, first name last name Mean Bean, um, has uh, <laughs> been reported and taken me offline for a week. I wouldn't have reported you. I would have said, "Give me the hell yeah!" <laughs> so what you're saying is that NHL 24 is basically the Flyers franchise for the last. 10-ish years. I would like to direct the negativity towards the Sixers more than the Flyers, being that this is a Flyers podcast, but yes, no, you're, you're right. When you got banned, did you send this to Xbox? What is the charge? <laughs> I actually just sent them the clip of Rizzo going off. Yeah. <laughs> you're a crumb creep. You're a crumb creep coward. You're a real crumb bum. I want to fight you. By myself, I'll take you physically. <laughs> and with those Frank Rizzo threats, oh, I think it's time God. for one of the staples of this new show. It's Doyle's Movie Reviews. I'm, Doyle, are you ready? I'm, I mean, I'm ready. I don't have a movie. So well, Joe ready. has one, so we're safe here. I've made two intros. Okay. I want you to listen to both of them and tell me which one you like. Because that's going to become the opening intro for the show. It doesn't matter. We're keeping both of them. Joe has not heard these. I wanted to save it purposely for this time. I want to get your opinions. Okay, ready? So, it's time for Doyle's Movie Reviews. I already hate it. Just fucking wait. It's too long. It's time for Doyle's Movie Reviews. He watches movies... Get cut off so abruptly. <laughs> oh, hit us with number two. Perfect, right? All right, so here's the intro that's longer. This is my favorite. I cut this together yesterday uh, because we'll just listen. 
Now it's time for Doyle's Movie Reviews, featuring Michael McDonald. But Doyle watches movies from long ago, or sometimes more recently, and he assigns a number great to them because he loves to watch the movies. <laughs> you have he- zero. You do not know how to stay on beat at all. I had to get Michael McDonald to record that on uh, what's the one where you pay people to do that? Cameo. Cameo. That's I had to get Michael McDonald on Cameo to record that. And he was like, what's Doyle's movie reviews? And I was like, Michael, I'm paying you the $4 to do this. Just fucking record it. My vote would be the first one. Um, And it's not out of the fact that I think both are too long. It's out of the fact that it's less Jeff. The <laughs> the best part of them is that they're too long. They're unnecessarily long intros. It's less Jeff. It's just so fucking long. They're both so long. It's time for Doyle's Movie Reviews. He watches movies. <laughs> I do love the fact that that one ends so abruptly. <laughs> yeah, well, I had to. <laughs> you would record this. Turn off the microphone recording. Turn on the sound recording to get the song. Then you would turn off the sound recording, but turn on the microphone recording. So you would get the voiceovers. Then you had to combine the two together, drop them in, merge them. Levels, things. It took me a whole five minutes. Anyway. It's time for Doyle's Movie Reviews. Doyle didn't watch a movie this week, but Joe did. Joe, what do you got to review for us? So we are sitting here today recording this on October 15th. Um, We are halfway through what very many Hollywood buffs would consider spooktober. Um, And I do have a number of horror movies uh, that I would like to share. Um, I watched the original Exorcist. Uh, for the first time in my life, front to back, uh, I've obviously been subjected to various clips and understanding the aura of the film overall throughout my life, but finally got a chance to sit down and watch it in full. A-plus movie, very, very strong. I believe Jeff's rating scale last week was out of 15 Yeah, it's different stars. this week, so just give me your movie reviews and I'll give you the scale to rate it on when you're done. Okay. Uh, well, I'm done with The Exorcist. What would you like me All to All right. On a scale of 37 jack-o'-lanterns, tell me what you would rate The Exorcist. I would give it a 35 out of 37 jack-o'-lanterns. Holy jack-o-lanterns. shit. That is a pretty good rating. Um, the Exorcist 2, The Heretic, The Electric however, Boogaloo, of course. Uh, I would give a 5 out of 37 Oh, no. It's jack-o'-lanterns. a different rating system for this one. So just... Got it. Yeah. Well, team me up. Oh, uh... Uh, out of 15 Jason Voorhees masks. One. Oh, that's not good at all. One out of 15 Jason Voorhees hockey masks. Um, The Winnie the Pooh of Blood and Honey, which is now streaming on Peacock. Oh, Leonard Uh, actually sent that to me to review. Oh. It it was a interesting film. Um, Not one that I would typically recommend. However, it does play into a lot of the comedy aspects of horror movies 
And for that, I give it, Jeff, the rating. Uh, it would be out of four uh, Disney lawsuits. Two. Oh, okay. So fair. And finally, uh, last night I did, this was the original movie review for today, but I feel like I wanted to share further. Um, the Shining remastered on HBO Max. Holy crap, Jeff, I need a rating scale right now. Uh, out of 57 hedge maze animals. 57. Oh. All 57. Give me every single one. The remastered Shining is a work of art. It's everything that you need for an October movie review uh, sponsored by the MMP podcast. The Shining remains undefeated. Kubrick's really only good film, and that will cause some takes. So what we've learned is watch The Shining. Don't watch The Second Exorcist. Check out Winnie the Pooh. Right, and the original Exorcist you should watch right. if you haven't. Oh yeah, of course. But the second Exorcist is bad. Okay, and that has been that's movie reviews from Doyle and Joe. So those are the, that, the outro is so much better than the intro. Yeah, I mean, I'm taking I, I'm taking requests for the intros. If you have anything, let me know. I'll put together. There were a couple steely dance songs too. Keep it more towards the SNL vibes. But did you, Mike? I paid four dollars for Michael McDonald's voice. Well, Michael McDonald has been after that showing. Michael McDonald's been lacking over the the years. Watch the. I don't even know who Michael McDonald. I is. watched the pe- what? No. I watched the Peg documentary, and I was like, oh shit! I got to get him to do our podcast song. You've never heard Michael McDonald's sweet, sweet voice. He came from back in long ago. My favorite. <laughs> my my favorite Michael. Yes, but I think I know who you're. My favorite Michael about. McDonald was from a Forty Year Old Virgin, where he's like, "If you don't turn off this Michael McDonald documentary, I'm going to kill everyone in the store." <laughs> yeah, Yabo, one more time, or something like that. Two, one, two, three. Where do you think his voice kicks in? Wanted to oh. say. The issue is just that he probably didn't record on like studio equipment when he did that cameo. He's probably just doing it on his phone. That's why it sounds so bad and offbeat, you know? Michael McDonald just reminds me of like walking into like a Burlington coat factory. (laughs) (laughs) That is a very specific. That's fair. You guys here to buy coats or furniture today because we sell everything because we're a Burlington coat factory. (laughs) Bathtub Michael McDonald's probably my favorite Michael McDonald. Bed, Bath, and Beyond. Hold on. I want to know what bathtub Michael McDonald is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, stupid YouTube. I use uBlock Origin, and YouTube's like, oh, pay for YouTube Pro. No. (laughs) He came from somewhere back in the long ago. Send him out a photo. He came from somewhere back in the long ago. That's just going to play for 10 minutes. So if you have nothing else, I guess we'll... That kind of looks like Drew Papsky if he uh, had shampoo hair. I was going to say I had hair in general. Um, Anyway, (laughs) 
<laughs> this will just play for 10 minutes. So unless you have anything else, I'll let you, I'll let the listeners go out on the dulcet tones of Will Sasso as Michael McDonald. Doyle, Joe, anything? No, that's no, great. Okay. Well, I think it's been a successful opening week podcast. I think we got a lot done. Got the cool new movie review stinger. I'll come up with maybe two more by next week. See how I feel. We'll just try out a bunch, you know? Yeah, you got to find one that fits. All right, well, everyone, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. He came from somewhere back in the long ago. This has been another episode of the M&P Podcast. Please like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Well, see you later. <laughs> <laughs>